This is Garden Variety, a horticulture podcast from Iowa Public Radio and Iowa State University Extension and Outreach. I'm Charity Nebbe. Mother's Day is an important day for gardeners in the upper Midwest, and not just the ones who are mothers. Today, we will celebrate in two ways. We will celebrate our likely freedom from frost and talk about some great gardening gift ideas for the moms in your life. With me, Erin Style, Iowa State University Extension Horticulture Specialist, and Cindy Haynes, Associate Professor of Horticulture at Iowa State University. Hello, Cindy. Good morning. And of course, Mother's Day, like I said, it is an important day for gardeners. We keep telling ourselves, wait for Mother's Day, wait for Mother's Day. So what does it mean I can plant, Cindy, now that Mother's Day is finally upon us? Well, usually it means through most of the state you can actually plant those warm season crops. So it's time to plant tomatoes and peppers and eggplants and squash and all those other things that we've been kind of waiting for that last frost. And in most of Iowa, it should be safe. All right. In most years. This year's a little weird. This year's this a little year weird. is a little weird, although looking at the forecast, it seems think... like we're going to go straight on to summer on Monday or Tuesday. So <laughs> right. we're, we're probably in the clear, right? I think we're probably in the clear. And, you know, if you do need to protect something, then they're still, still tiny enough that we can protect them. But, yeah, I think we're in the clear and you're right. I think we're going straight from winter to to summer. And during this period where you may be taking the plants, your transplants that you've started outside mm-hmm. or buying things from the greenhouse, just quick, Cindy, give us a little bit of a refresher on what we need to do to get them ready to go into the garden and succeed. Right. right. We do want to acclimate them a little bit, and especially since it's going to be so hot and maybe so windy in some locations. So you take them out into a kind of a shady, protected location for a day or two, and you just gently expose them to more sunlight, more wind, you know, differing temperatures, until like the day before you're going to plant them in your garden, you actually have them next to the location that they're going to be planted. So gradually expose them to more uh, warmer temperatures, more wind, more sunlight, so you have less transplant shock. All right. Now let's talk about the other important part of Mother's Day, which are the mothers in our lives. And I know you both have a lot of great gift ideas. Mm -hmm. Erin, do you want to start us out with a a couple thoughts for uh, buying some gifts for the gardening mom in your life or maybe even for yourself right now? I mean, it's a great time to buy for both. Right. Yes. Yeah. So, um, you know, this is the time of year where you're in the garden centers, you're in the greenhouses or nurseries, and you see all these cool new plants. And it would be fun to kind of find something maybe interesting or unique uh, for your garden or for your mother's garden. So uh, there are some really fun new plants out. Um, I mean, there's all sorts of new plants, of course. But I I always think buying a perennial, Mm -hmm. something that's going to be... Um, in the garden year after year um, that hopefully will perform well. Because nice you did reminder. A good, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, you did a good job of picking one out that works well for the site um, is a great gift. All right, and my love for you endures is what a, a perennial says. It does, <laughs> it does. <laughs> so, so do you have a couple that you have your eye on? Yeah, so um, there's a, a an allium called serendipity. And it's this kind of small, it, it gets about 24 inches tall when it's in bloom. It has very chives-like foliage on it, kind of a cluster or, or um, clump of uh, long, strappy leaves. 
Uh, but it blooms early to midsummer, and it's a wonderful little allium. It is tough as nails. Some folks may be familiar with uh, millennium, uh, millennium mm-hmm. which is a really nice cultivar of a very similar species. Uh, Serendipity is much like that, but it has a really nice foliage color. It's kind of more of a bluish green mm. instead of the kind of the regular green that Millennium has. But I love these plants. They're real compact. They're great for the front of the border. They're great uh, butterfly magnets and bee mm-hmm. magnets. And they look nice even after the flowers fade because then the seed heads are really ornamental too. Nice. So the Serendipity Allium. Allium. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or ornamental onion. Um, All right. Yes. <laughs> Which sounds much less romantic. That's um, <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>, true. <laughs> what else is on your list, Aaron? So there's there's a couple of um, really fun perennials that are relatively new. There's a new uh, cat mint out. This would be a full sun plant, blooms in spring, early summer, uh, called Cat's Pajamas. Um, that's more compact um, and a little bit more floriferous than the regular mm-hmm. uh, cat mint. Um, that's another great pollinator magnet. And often, if you shear them back after their first uh, flush of blooms in the spring, it'll rebloom mm-hmm. mid to late summer, which is really nice. nice. I also have a new Veronica, which is uh, kind of a tall, spiky flower. Uh, it's a bluish violet color. It's a cultivar called Wizard of Oz, but it's A H H S. Ah, <laughs> Wizard of Oz. Um, great name. Wonderful, compact, upright uh, sun perennial. So uh, that's a really fun one. And then, of course, uh, I think hostas are really easy shade plants to give. They look great in containers, so they're nice gifts to give. And the 2002 hosta of the year would be a nice kind of uh, current thing to give uh, Very up-to-date. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very up-to-date. The cultivar this year is called Island Breeze. And it has red petioles, which is really striking, especially when it's first coming up out of the ground. And then it has a nice kind of gold color with a green edge, a, a very lovely uh, hosta. So uh, that would be a good one for your mom if she has a shade garden. Right. Well, and and you know if your mother is a hosta collector. Yes. Oh, That's, it's true. <laughs> that is not a secret. This is, no. this nope. is a deep-seated passion if you're into it, right? <laughs> Absolutely. And it's always a welcome gift, another hosta that you don't have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Perfect. Mm-hmm. Well, Cindy, what are what's on your list this year? Oh, uh, we were thinking about, you know, some of the garden tools I like. Um, I like plants as well. Of course, I like plants. Um, but my my crew know not to necessarily get me plants because mm. I am very selective on the plant piece. So um, so I'll, I'll you're always, going to do that yourself. I am going to do that myself. So, so gift certificate, gift certificate yeah. is a great idea. Um, I I always get garden gloves, um, or at least I hope I always get garden gloves because I always wreck you know the garden gloves that I have by the end of the year. So um, or put a hole in it or. Or something, or the dog gets it, whatever. But one of the things that Aaron and I were talking about on the way over that sounds interesting is uh, garden hoses. You know, getting a really good, decent garden hose, one that doesn't kink, one that's lightweight. And we talked about maybe even these garden hoses that are wrapped in stainless steel Mm -hmm. so you could drive over them because i have a 14 or 15 year old now who's thinking of driving and i just know that you know all the things that are going to get totally driven over in my 
driveway. So well, and um, I think hoses are an interesting thing because when you yes. we wreck our hoses every year, right. pretty much, right. and I feel terrible about it because right. you think I'm sending this giant piece of plastic to the landfill. Right. But then I go to the store and I look at all those hoses and I think if I buy a really high quality hose, it will well, last longer. But that's a lot of money, and I always is. wreck my hoses. <laughs> so. Right, you got to think about the hoses, and and they make hoses now that are that are a little more durable. Yes, they're a little more expensive, but they're brightly colored now too, so that you're not going to so you're not going to hit them with the mower. Yeah, yeah. So you'll see the you know this bright pink hose in your your uh, lawn or landscape. So I think, you know, investing in some good equipment is always a good idea for Mother's Day. And we might try one of these more expensive hoses and yeah, hopefully no one drives over them, but it's tough as nails and lightweight and does what it needs to do and maybe last a little bit longer than a year. That would be great. But you mentioned a stainless steel. Yes. <laughs> that doesn't I sound think... lightweight at all, Cindy. <laughs> that you know, sounds super durable. But... It is actually much less, uh, weighs much less than a really? typical hose. Yes. Well, yeah. so, supposedly, we hit, neither one of us have tried it yet. This is what I'm going to ask for yeah. and I'll report back. Perfect. As soon as I get it. So we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. A hundred foot. <laughs> A hundred foot hose, no matter how lightweight it is, it's hard to move around. Yeah. So um, a 50 or a hundred foot hose, yeah, you want to invest in nice quality. And yeah, you want it lightweight so that you can be flexible in what you're watering. Well, and I'm I'm trying to be dedicated to making sure that I wrap my hose up on our yes. hose stand every single time. But those are a little bit cumbersome, too. Maybe maybe there's technology out there for those that I don't know about. Um Aaron, oh. I know uh, I know garden scissors are also something that you always like yeah. to have in your utility belt. Yeah, so I really enjoy garden uh, a nice pair of sturdy they don't have to be quote unquote garden scissors. They just need to be a good sturdy pair of scissors. And what I like to use scissors for in the garden is for smaller um cutting or deadheading smaller more herbaceous stems cuz uh they're a little bit easier to use than a pruner's cuz they're a little bit smaller a little more lightweight, which is nice. And they also can make maybe a, a, a more fine or cleaner cut on those light, like green stems, right? Not not woody at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I also really like to use scissors for trimming. There's invariably a little spot of grass that, you know, you miss with the mower. Oh. And the scissors are perfect for trimming that little spot down, like around the flagpole right. or around the mailbox. That so always I, I want up. a picture of you trimming around the flagpole. <laughs> with, scissors? with scissors? I know, it sounds ridiculous. <laughs> but they make uh, they make uh, grass shears, and yes. they are essentially the same thing, but right. they're not as versatile as a pair of scissors, which right. is why I lean towards the scissors. Yeah, I like I like scissors, too, for when I'm cutting and making my own bouquets. Uh, pruners are sometimes a little too big. They're too bulky. They're a little harder to use. But if you have a good pair of kind of garden scissors, really tough, durable scissors, then you can do those kind of cuttings. Mm-hmm. And it's it's easy to kind of walk around with the vase and the scissors and the um, and the plants. And right. So it's the, it's the tool that you use constantly that you never thought to ask for or buy. Yes. Yes. So we we only have about 30 seconds left, Cindy, and I Uh, promised that you would give us some advice on what not to do. Right. Uh, right, Don't buy Cindy plants, but what else? (laughs) (laughs) Another another thing to consider is don't buy things that often require more work or that are work for mothers that maybe that they don't appreciate. So I got a vacuum once uh, as a gift and that was not appreciated. So a vacuum cleaner, cleaning supplies, a toilet seat. I don't know why these are not things that you should give 
uh, to your mother. So think about your mother. Uh, think about the person uh, that you're giving a gift to, mother or not, and uh, match it so it's not more work. I don't know why, though. I would love to have a you know a dump truck load of mulch or compost, and would love that. But I abhor the idea of a vacuum cleaner for <laughs> this weekend. I am right so, there with you. Yeah, yeah. All right. Know the mother in your life. No, this is true. <laughs> Cindy Haynes, Associate Professor of Horticulture at Iowa State University, and Aaron Style, Iowa State University Extension Horticulture Specialist. I'm Charity Nebbe. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. Garden Variety is a production of Iowa Public Radio and Iowa State University Extension. It's produced by me, Aaron Style, Caitlin Troutman, and the Iowa Public Radio talk show team. For more garden goodness, please subscribe to our Garden Variety newsletter. Just go to iowapublicradio.org slash garden. I'm Charity Nebbe. See you next time. <laughs>